Hey friends, this is Pastor Michael Grove, and you are listening to the Calvary Bible Reading Plan. It is the second day of February, and we are continuing on with reading through the book of Ezekiel. This has been fun so far as we started yesterday. Today, we will read through Ezekiel 4 through chapter 8. Remember to go back and listen to yesterday's. I gave a little information about Ezekiel's vision and what is happening here as we jump in again on chapter four. Here we go. Read along with or let God speak this over you as I read it to you. Ezekiel chapter four. Now, son of man, take a block of clay, put it in front of you and draw the city of Jerusalem on it. Then lay siege to it. Erect siege works against it. Build a ramp up to it, set up camps against it and put battering rams around it. Then take an iron pan Place it as an iron wall between you and the city, and turn your face toward it. It will be under siege, and you shall besiege it. This will be a sign to the people of Israel. Then, lie on your left side and put the sin of the people of Israel upon yourself. You are to bear their sins for the number of days you lie on your side. I have assigned you the same number of days as the years of their sin, So for 390 days, you will bear the sin of the people of Israel. After you have finished this, lie down again, this time on your right side, and bear the sin of the people of Judah. I have assigned you 40 days, a day for each year. Turn your face towards the siege of Jerusalem, and with bared arm, prophesy against her. I will tie you up with ropes so that you cannot turn from one side to the other until you have finished the days of your siege. Take wheat and barley, beans and lentils, millet and spelt. Put them in a storage jar and use them to make bread for yourself. You are to eat it during the 390 days you lie on your side. Weigh out 20 shekels of food to eat each day and eat it at set times. Also, Measure out a sixth of a hind of water and drink it at set times. Eat the food as you would a loaf of barley bread. Bake it in the sight of the people, using human excrement for fuel. The Lord said, In this way, the people of Israel will eat defiled food among the nations where I drive them. Then I said, Not so, sovereign Lord. I have never defiled myself from my youth until now. I have never eaten anything found dead or torn by wild animals. No impure meat has ever entered my mouth. Very well, he said. I will let you bake your bread over cow dung instead of human excrement. He then said to me, Son of man, I am about to cut off the food supply in Jerusalem. The people will eat rationed food in anxiety and drink rationed water in despair. For food and water will be scarce. They will be appalled at the sight of each other and will waste away because of their sin. Ezekiel chapter 5 Now, son of man, take a sharp sword and use it as a barber's razor to shave your head and your beard. Then take a set of scales and divide up the hair. When the days of your siege come to an end, burn a third of the hair inside the city. Take a third and strike it with the sword all around the city and scatter a third to the wind, for I will pursue them with drawn sword. But take a few hairs and tuck them away in the fold of your garment. Again, 
Take a few of these and throw them into the fire and burn them up. A fire will spread from there to all Israel. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. This is Jerusalem, which I have set in the center of the nations with countries all around her. Yet in her wickedness, she has rebelled against my laws and decrees more than the nations and countries around her. She has rejected my laws and has not followed my decrees. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. You have been more unruly than the nations around you and have not followed my decrees or kept my laws. You have not even conformed to the standards of the nations around you. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I myself am against you, Jerusalem, and I will inflict punishment on you in the sight of the nations. Because of all your detestable idols, I will do to you whatever I have done before and will never do again. Therefore, in your midst, parents will eat their children, and children will eat their parents. I will inflict punishment on you and will scatter all your survivors to the winds. Therefore, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, because you have defiled my sanctuary with all your vile images and detestable practices, I myself will shave you. I will not look on you with pity or spare you. A third of your people will die of the plague or perish by famine inside you. A third will fall by the sword outside your walls. And a third, I will scatter to the winds and pursue the drawn sword. Then my anger will cease and my wrath against them will subside, and I will be avenged. And when I have spent my wrath on them, they will know that I, the Lord, have spoken in my zeal. I will make you a ruin and a reproach among the nations around you in the sight of all who pass by. You will be a reproach and a taunt, a warning and an object of horror to the nations around you when I inflict punishment on you in anger and in wrath and with stinging rebuke. I, the Lord, have spoken. When I shoot at you with my deadly and destructive arrows of famine, I will shoot to destroy you. I will bring more and more famine upon you and cut off your supply of food. I will send famine and wild beasts against you, and they will leave you childless. Plague and bloodshed will sweep through you, and I will bring the sword against you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Ezekiel chapter 6 The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, set your face against the mountains of Israel. Prophesy against them and say, You mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Sovereign Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to the mountains and hills, to the ravines and valleys. I am about to bring a sword against you, and I will destroy your high places. Your altars will be demolished and your incense altars will be smashed. And I will slay your people in front of your idols. I will lay the dead bodies of the Israelites in front of their idols, and I will scatter your bones around your altars. Wherever you live, the towns will be laid waste and the high places demolished, so that your altars will be laid waste and devastated, your idols smashed and ruined, your incense altars broken down, and what you have made wiped out. Your people will fall slain among you, and you will know that I am the Lord. But I will spare some, for some of you will escape the sword when you are scattered among the lands 
and nations. Then in the nations where they have been carried captive, those who escape will remember me, how I have been grieved by their adulterous hearts, which have turned away from me, and by their eyes, which have lusted after their idols. They will loathe themselves for the evil they have done and for all their detestable practices. And they will know that I am the Lord. I did not threaten in vain to bring this calamity on them. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Strike your hands together and stamp your feet and cry out, Alas, because of all the wicked and detestable practices of the people of Israel, for they will fall by the sword, famine, and plague. One who is far away will die of the plague, and one who is near will fall by the sword, and anyone who survives and is spared will die of famine. So will I pour out my wrath on them, and they will know that I am the Lord when their people lie slain among their idols around their altars, on every high hill and on all the mountaintops, under every spreading tree and every leafy oak, places where they offered fragrant incense to all their idols. And I will stretch out my hand against them and make the land a desolate waste from the desert to Dibla, wherever they live. They will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 7. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man. This is what the sovereign Lord says to the land of Israel. The end, the end has come upon the four corners of the land. The end is now upon you, and I will unleash my anger against you. I will judge you according to your conduct and repay you for all your detestable practices. I will not look on you with pity. I will not spare you. I will surely repay you for your conduct and for the detestable practices among you. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Disaster. Unheard of disaster. See, it comes. The end has come. The end has come. It has roused itself against you. See, it comes. Doom has come upon you, upon you who dwell in the land. The time has come. The day is near. There is panic, not joy on the mountains. I am about to pour out my wrath on you and spend my anger against you. I will judge you according to your conduct and repay you for all your detestable practices. I will not look on you with pity. I will not spare you. I will repay you for your conduct and for the detestable practices among you. Then you will know that it is I, the Lord, who strikes you. See the day? See it comes. Doom has burst forth. The rod has budded. Arrogance has blossomed. Violence has arisen, a rod to punish the wicked. None of the people will be left, none of that crowd, none of their wealth, nothing of value. The time has come, the day has arrived. Let not the buyer rejoice, nor the seller grieve, for my wrath is on the whole crowd. The seller will not recover the property that was sold, as long as both buyer and seller live. For the vision concerning the whole crowd will not be reversed. Because of their sin, not one of them will preserve their life. They have blown the trumpet. They have made all things ready. But no one will go into battle. For my wrath is on the whole crowd. Outside is the sword. Inside are plague and famine. Those in the country will die by the sword. Those in the city 
will be devoured by famine and plague. The fugitives will escape, will flee to the mountains. Like doves of the valleys, they will all moan, each for their own sins. Every hand will go limp, every leg will be wet with urine. They will put on sackcloth and be clothed with terror. Every face will be covered with shame, and every head will be shaved. They will throw their silver into the streets, and their gold will be treated as a thing unclean. Their silver and gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. It will not satisfy their hunger or fill their stomachs, for it has caused them to stumble into sin. They took pride in their beautiful jewelry and used it to make their detestable idols. They made it into vile images. Therefore, I will make it a thing unclean for them. I will give their wealth as plunder to foreigners and as loot to the wicked of the earth who will defile it. I will turn my face away from the people and robbers will desecrate the place I treasure. They will enter it and will defile it. Prepare chains for the land is full of bloodshed and the city is full of violence. I will bring the most wicked of nations to take possession of their houses. I will put an end to the pride of the mighty and their sanctuaries will be desecrated. When terror comes, they will seek peace in vain. Calamity upon calamity will come, and rumor upon rumor. They will go searching for a vision from the prophet. Priestly instruction and the law will cease. The counsel of the elders will come to an end. The king will mourn. The prince will be clothed with despair. And the hands of the people of the land will tremble. I will deal with them according to their conduct. By their own standards, I will judge them. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 8 In the sixth year, in the sixth month, on the fifth day, while I was sitting in my house and the elders of Judah were sitting before me, the hand of the sovereign Lord came on me there. I looked, and I saw a figure like that of a man. From what appeared to be his waist down, he was like fire, and from there up, his appearance was as bright as glowing metal. He stretched out what looked like a hand and took me by the hair of my head. The Spirit lifted me up between earth and heaven, and in visions of God, he took me to Jerusalem, to the entrance of the north gate of the inner court, where the idol that provokes to jealousy stood. And there before me was the glory of the God of Israel, as in the vision I had seen in the plain. Then he said to me, Son of man, look toward the north. So I looked, and in the entrance north of the gate of the altar, I saw this idol of jealousy. And he said to me, Son of man, do you see what they are doing? The utterly detestable things the Israelites are doing here? Things that will drive me far from my sanctuary? But you will see things that are even more detestable. Then he brought me to the entrance to the court. I looked. And I saw a hole in the wall. He said to me, Son of man, now dig into the wall. So I dug into the wall and saw a doorway there. And he said to me, Go in and see the wicked and detestable things they are doing here. So I went in and looked. And I saw portrayed all over the walls all kinds of crawling things and unclean animals and all the idols of Israel. In front of them stood seventy elders of Israel. And Jeazani, son of Shaphan, was standing among them. Each had a censer in his hand, and a fragrant cloud of incense was rising. He said to me, 
Son of man, have you seen what the elders of Israel are doing in the darkness, each at the shrine of his own idol? They say, The Lord does not see us. The Lord has forsaken the land. Again, he said, You will see them doing things that are even more detestable. Then he brought me to the entrance of the north gate of the house of the Lord. And I saw women sitting there, mourning the god Tammuz. He said to me, Do you see this, son of man? You will see things that are even more detestable than this. He then brought me into the inner court of the house of the Lord. And there at the entrance to the temple, between the portico and the altar, were about twenty-five men. With their backs toward the temple of the Lord and their faces toward the east, they were bowing down to the sun in the east. He said to me, Have you seen this, son of man? It is a trivial matter for the people of Judah to do the detestable things they are doing here. Must they also fill the land with violence and continually arouse my anger? Look at them putting the branch to their nose. Therefore, I will deal with them in anger. I will not look on them with pity or spare them. Although they shout in my ears, I will not listen to them. This concludes the reading for today, February the 2nd. Let me give you a few thoughts before we close our time together. So we read in the beginning of chapter 8 that a year has gone by since Ezekiel received the first vision from the Lord. But now he's given the message of rebuke to the people of Israel. And though God told Ezekiel that the people would be stubborn, I can't help but think that there might be hope that the people have turned their hearts to the Lord. Yet, what do we read? Listen to chapter 5, verse 7. It says, You have been more unruly than the nations around you, and have not followed my decrees or kept my laws. You have not even conformed to the standards of the nations around you. Did you hear that? You have not even conformed to the standards of the nations around you. In other words, this vile nation that has taken you captive has higher standards than even you have right now. Which, by the way, goes against everything that God had set the Israelites up to be. He wanted them to be a holy nation, set apart from all sin. Yet, here they are disobeying God in living such vile lives that they don't even live up to the Babylonians. Oh, but it gets worse. You see, then God took Ezekiel to the temple, and what he sees here is even more vile. The holy places that are set apart for the Lord now have idols and idol worship. People have desecrated what was holy. Why? Because what we allow to happen in our Christian society always makes its way into the temple. What is permissible among the people of God works its way into the church every time. So God ultimately showed Ezekiel that he was removing his presence from Israel. And as the people worshipped the sun from the very temple of the Lord, he left his people to understand what they had done. You see, God desires holiness. We don't like to talk about that very much. But God is holy and desires his people to be holy. This isn't easy, and it comes with navigating social pressures and things that don't make sense. But it's the same today as it was back then. God wants a holy people. The Israelites had seen the detestable ways of the Babylonians and then took it a step further. They ignored God and traded in worship for him with worship of idols. What pursuit of holiness do you have today? Because the truth is, 
We live in a society that is wandering further and further away from the Lord. The more we live in this blinded world, the more we become accustomed to the ways it offers. Eventually, we don't even realize that we have become accustomed to the things that are far worse than what we ever could have imagined. So, find a place for holy worship to the Lord today. Remove the idols that distract you and separate yourself from the things of the world. And may you find the face of the Lord shining back on you as you pursue him today. It's all the time we have for today. I love you and God bless. Thank you.